There's a really big myth in our world, and that myth revolves around books. There's this belief that authors read all the time. There's this belief that in order to be successful, you have to read like 100 books per year. There's this belief that if you are not constantly reading, then you are constantly missing out on information. But we understand as teachers that we can be badass teachers. We can be so good at our job and not constantly be reading, not constantly be listening to podcasts, not constantly be reading blog posts. Now, let me be clear. I'm really glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening to this podcast. I'm glad that you've maybe read some of my books or or research blog articles. But I don't think it's about how often that we are reading or listening. I think it's about the quality of what we read and what we absorb. In fact, back in like 2015, I started a practice of reading one book per month. And I didn't even put a page restriction on that. If the book that I want to read is 72 pages, awesome. If the book that I want to read has absolutely nothing to do with teaching, fantastic. But I set a reasonable goal for myself that says I'm going to read one book per month. I start it on the first day of the month and I have to be finished it with it by the end of the month. And that's actually what I want to share with you. These are my favorite episodes and I always do one of these in December. I want to share with you my top three favorite books that I read in 2022. And I want to tell you in advance, the results might surprise you. Because here's the thing, as a teacher, as an author, As somebody who's just insanely passionate about education, I don't read books about school. I don't read books about education. I read books in other genres to help me get freaking awesome ideas that I can then apply to education and then share those with you. And so I have read 12 incredible books this year. I'm in the process of finishing my December book, but up to this point, I have finished 11 books. And I want to share with you those three titles and some of the most meaningful moments, because if they were meaningful for me, then they can be meaningful for you. And then you can take the ideas that I snatched from them and utilize those in your own unique world of education. I'm so excited for this monthly motivation episode. And I think by the end, you might say, ooh, I want to read at least one of those. So teachers, thanks for being here. Let's get rolling in this episode. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? 
Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Now, I want you to know in advance that this list is going to be very different than like Oprah's book club list. Do you remember? I don't know if Oprah still has a book club, but you know who does? You know who has a thriving book club list? Reese Witherspoon. And I love Reese Witherspoon. I think she's a great actress. I think she's adorable. I think she's a great human. But spoiler alert, I've never read a single book that is on Reese Witherspoon's book list. Because I don't read fiction. I read almost exclusively nonfiction. And I don't care if the author is popular. I don't care if the author is a New York Times bestseller. What I focus on is what do I need? And I don't think this is a question that we ask ourselves enough when we're picking up books. Every single month at the beginning of the month, I have a bookshelf that has at this point like 20 books on it. 20 books that I have not read that have at one point piqued my interest and I purchased them off of Amazon and I keep them on a very special bookcase. And before the month gets started, I kind of look at the books that I have that I have not yet read and I ask myself, what did I struggle with last month? And what do I need in order to have an awesome next month? And then I pick accordingly. That is how I make my book decisions. So there are some books that I've had on my bookshelf maybe since 2018, but I just haven't gotten into them yet. Sometimes I see a book on Amazon. I'm like, oh my God, I want to snatch that up immediately. And I dive into it as soon as uh, it just strikes me. But, But I want you to know, interestingly enough, my top three books this year for 2022 are all actually from best-selling authors. They are. They might be from authors that potentially you have heard from. Maybe you have read this author. In fact, let's get started with my very first favorite book from 2022. The book title was called Dream Big, and it was by the very lovable, famous author Bob Goff. Bob Goff is probably best known for writing a book called Love Does. It's a book that has balloons on the cover and it's about these quirky, awesome little stories of what love does in our lives. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, It would probably be categorized in the area of like spiritual literature because there is like religious components to it. But dream big is a little bit different than love does. Dream big is all about saying, hey, what do we need to figure out in our lives so we can figure out where we are going? We're all going to mess up. We all have important questions that are swirling around in our head, but it's so important that we know who we are, where we are, and where we want to go and who we want to be. 
That's what Dream Big is all about. And I actually read this in June. I read this book on vacation. And I have to tell you, it was so easy to get through. Because on vacation, when I read a book, I want my mind to spin. I know people are like, on vacation, I just want to get lost in a book. No, I want my mind spinning through a book. I want to take notes. I want to have a highlighter. I want sparks of like motivation and engagement as I'm reading on the beach. And Dream Big did that for me. And I want to throw out some of the things that that Bob Goff said in it because I thought, oh my gosh, this is this is so good. So it says oftentimes in life we find what we spend the most time looking for. And as this year is coming to an end, I want to ask you, what did you spend time doing this year? And did you find what you are looking for? Because oftentimes in life we get super distracted. But if we know what we want, why we want it, and what we're going to do about it, that changes things. That's very mission-oriented. And Bob Goff says that we have to put reminders everywhere because the small lessons are the ones that will prepare us for our big attempts. So what small lessons did you learn in 2022 that are going to help you with the big attempts that you're about to make in 2023? I love that Bob Goff, this is a direct quote. He says, our failures don't define us, they inform us. Also, our failures don't disqualify us, they prepare us. So teacher friends, if you are listening to this feeling like, man, I felt like a big old failure this past school year. I didn't do what I had hoped to do. I didn't get through the curriculum that I had hoped to. I didn't reach kids in the way that I was supposed to or maybe wanted to. Stop that. That does not define you. That's not who you are as a teacher. Those details inform you. And they prepare you for what is going to happen when we start a new calendar year and a new school year in 2023. I love that sometimes that we have pain in our profession. We feel like we lose momentum. But at the end of the day, we've got to anchor ourselves in the things that we know that we are doing right. And all of this emotion and all of these vibes that I'm giving you are what Dream Big was all about. And like even as I'm looking through book notes, because I take book notes as I read, I highlight and I underline and I and I add my own thoughts. Like I'm literally reading from these that I wrote down at the end of June. And this makes me want to pick this book back up. Bob Goff has a way of taking super complicated life things, things that are hard and things that are emotional. And he has a way of just using beautiful words that are simple and easy to understand And he connects to our hearts and our heads. And that is totally why Dream Big made it on the list of one of my top three favorite books of 2022. Now, book number two was on a different wavelength completely. This book was so good and I read it actually last January. 
And I think this one could be appealing to a lot of people because in January, oftentimes people are trying to get into better routines, better momentum, and potentially better habits. And my one of my favorite books that I read in 2022 was called Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. And um, she has an entire series of books with the term badass in it. Um, you Are a Badass was her original. There is one about habits. There is one about being a badass every day. Um, and she's kind of a bold author. And I like her writing style. But specifically, I picked up this one about habits because I think there's always room for improvement. I believe the way that we do things on a daily basis and the order that we do things and truly the habits that we can create can make or break our happiness, can make or break our sleep, the way that we think about things. And so this one was really, really good and it was really, really easy to get through. And I want to I wanna talk about one of the things that she said. She said, Habits define who you're being at a certain moment in time, but habits are not who you are. Living an awesome life is all about making choices that make you happy. And in order to do this, you must become aware of the choices that you have already made. I love that. Because I think oftentimes we beat ourselves up over things that have already happened or we go into things saying like well I've done this in the past or this is how I've always been or things will never change and and one of the themes of the book is saying like no when you say no that can mean something really important for you when you say no you could be opening up the doors to saying yes. Here's another thing that she said about saying no. She said, when you say no to the needs of others, sometimes that means you're being nice to yourself. So this really, this book wasn't just about habits. It was also about like a mindset because I know as teachers, we are yes people. We love saying yes. Yes, I'll be on the committee. Yes, I'll chaperone that. Yes, I'll do that. And she's saying, no, sometimes saying no is actually saying yes to yourself. And I really, really loved that. There were um, uh, like different days in the book. So she goes through this like 21-day exercise that I thought was really, really cool about how you can make and also break habits. And uh, one of the things that she said at the end of that 21-day journey is she says it's usually the stuff that you want to do the least that changes your life the most. Isn't that true? I want to say that again. It's usually the stuff that you want to do the least that changes your life the most. Whether it's saying like, man, I really don't want to start fresh in a new school, but I know that's going to be good for me and my family. Man, I really don't want to apply for that principal job because what would that mean for my flexibility and my after hours? But I know that that could be really good for the long term for my school and maybe for your soul. I love that all of the work 
that we do as a teacher is about giving yourself the room, the means, the information, the motivation, the permission to be an authentic expression of who you truly are. And how do we do that best when we have awesome freaking habits? And the way that Jen says it is when we have badass habits. What habits did you create in 2022 that are really, really good for you? And what habits do you want to create in 2023 that are really good for where you want to go? Jen says at the end of the book, forming habits isn't about being perfect. It's about being more of who you already are. And that, that is what education needs right here, right now. Speaking of things that we might need right here, right now, as we are coming into holiday season, you might be needing ideas for books, but you're like, girl, I want to read something that is specifically connected to education. Maybe you are the type of teacher who truly loves diving into classroom management strategies or relationship building strategies or books that are going to help you with the culture and the climate of your school. If you love books and you find book reading very beneficial to who you are as a teacher, I want to recommend three books that are based off of things that can help you crush it in the classroom. I have written a number of books over the years, and I think some of them, all of them, could be what you need in 2023. Maybe you are looking for innovative, motivational strategies to get kids engaged in your classroom then the book Game Changers is for you. Maybe you are struggling with feeling like education is the right place for you right now. Then I think you might need 180 days of awesome. Maybe you are super laser focused on relationship building and SEL and morning meeting and ways to just connect with kids on a life level. That would mean that The Rooted Classroom or my newest book, 180 Days of Awesome Relationships is for you. These books make great gifts for fellow teachers or the teachers of your own children. They also make great gifts for yourself. I know that a lot of us like to curl up in a blanket with a cup of coffee next to the fireplace over our winter break. Friends, I'm gonna ship these out as soon as you order them so you can do just that. To check out all these awesome teacher books that I have written for you as a fellow teacher, you can go to monicagenta.com slash books. That's monica, G-E-N-T-A dot com slash books. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but if you are a teacher who loves to read and you want to read something that's going to make 2023 amazing, head on over to monicagenta.com slash books. Friends, it is now time for the final best book of 2022, according to my non-Reese Witherspoon-like book list. And this author is one that I love. I love his books, but I also love following him on social media. He's not a teacher. Um, he is actually a business person slash speaker slash author and he's absolutely hilarious. His name is John Acuff. And John has a number of books that I've read over the years, but uh, the one that I read in November 
was probably my favorite that I've ever read of his, and it was called Soundtracks. The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. Now, to be honest with you, I am not a person who overthinks things. I kind of see the situation, I make a decision, and I move forward, and I try not to second-guess things. But I also understand as a teacher population, and when I work in schools with consulting, and when I'm doing speaking events with teachers, it's one of the number one things that I hear is, Monica, I just, I get stuck overthinking. I get caught up in my own thoughts. There are some teachers who are like, I can't even pick out a font if I want to. I can't even pick out the best strategy for a student because I love all of the fonts. I love all of the ideas. I love everything I see on Instagram and I end up doing nothing because I get so overwhelmed with all of the thoughts. What's the principal going to think? What's parents going to think? Are kids going to like it? And so I understand that as a teacher population, we tend to overthink some things. And one of my favorite things that John actually said was this. One of the greatest mistakes that you can make in life is assuming that all of your thoughts are true. I don't know about you, but there are some days when I drive home from teaching and I think like, God, I totally annihilated that lesson. I totally screwed up with that student. I totally butchered that phone call with a parent. And we start overthinking that conversation or overthinking that lesson. And John says, one of the greatest mistakes you can make in life is assuming that all of your thoughts are true. He calls these soundtracks that play over and over and over again in our heads. And we just replay these soundtracks. But he gives this really simple yet strategic roadmap on how we as humans, but I think specifically we as teachers can overcome that thought pattern. We got to ask ourselves three important questions. Is what we're thinking actually true? Is it helpful? And is it kind? And once we kind of analyze those, we can decide, do we need to hit stop on that soundtrack? Or do we need to hit let's move forward and start playing a different song in our head? A song that's going to cause us to stop overthinking. And a song that's going to cause us to celebrate how freaking awesome we are as educators. What soundtrack did you have spinning in your head this year? But are you ready to put in a new CD? Are you ready to hit a new playlist of songs, of soundtracks that are saying, this is who I want to be? This is where I'm going to go. Because I want to dream big this year. I want to have badass habits this year. I want to play a soundtrack that is not going to cause me to overthink, but it's going to cause me to achieve so much in schools with students. Books have the power to cause us to think, to reflect, and empower us to be the awesome, unique individuals that we are in our classrooms every single day. Books have a lot of power. I said at the beginning that books hold a lot of false beliefs and there's a lot of like untrue things about books, but I also think that sometimes we underestimate what one book, what one quote, what one author can do for us. I've had the awesome privilege of having authors like John Acoff and, and Jen Sincero and Bob Goff make a massive impact in my life. And maybe you have had that same experience. Maybe you have read 
180 Days of Awesome or Game Changers or The Rooted Classroom and something that I had written, something that I had suggested made a huge impact on your life, therefore you are students. Our work matters, our words matter, and the work and the words that we surround ourselves with matter. They matter today, they matter tomorrow, and they matter for your future. So what are you reading? What are you absorbing? And how is that gonna help you have an awesome 2023? Guys, I hope that you have enjoyed some of my reflections of my unofficial book list. I would love to share my books with you. You can go to monicajensa.com slash books to check those out. But get on the Amazon, get on a link, get on a website and find something that is going to be meaningful for you as we start to look ahead to the next school year. Now, I know the school year is not over, but as you're listening, I want to thank you for being a teacher. And most importantly, I want to thank you for living this teacher life.